What's up, y'all? Back at you again with another episode. I got Brittany Inge in the studio with me today. Hey. Come on. You know I got to give it to him, right? What? You're a working actor, and they really want to know about working on set, so mm -hmm. I brought you in. Happy to be here. Hey, I know you don't work on various sets in the city, outside of the city. I want to jump right to it. Tell me one experience that you have been in on set that you never thought you would be in. Ooh. Ooh. We're going to start like that. That's a really good question. Yeah, yeah. One experience on set One that experience. I thought that I never thought I would be in. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I shouldn't say I never thought, but it it definitely caught me by surprise. I was filming in Paris, France. Okay. On a show on BT called Boomerang. Boomerang. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I just I think that experience in general, filming internationally for me, was something that I just never really imagined or dreamed of. I, mm. Of course, I have like big dreams, big goals, but to be in Paris, France so early in my career filming an entire episode of television, surreal. it was so surreal. And it was a solo episode. It was just wow. me. So it was, that I would say is something I was not expecting so early on. That's, wow. Yeah. Man, some moments you can't even prepare for. No, no, you really can't. I did not see that coming. I, I, it was amazing, but I didn't see it coming. Yeah. What was your prep work like anyway? Like the development of you as an actress, how did that look for you? Mm, it looked like a lot of training, mm. a lot of class. I want to say that to camera, class, okay? <laughs> because I think it's very important. You know, so many people, they want to be actors. They want to pursue this. They skip school. Huh? Playing hooky. Huh? Get in class. The bell don't run. Okay. You want the result and not the work. And I just, mm. I can't. I'm I'm an advocate for staying in class, continuing to train. Even once you're working, once you start booking yeah. things, I, I still train. I still take class, you know? Um, so what that looked like for me was a lot of class and then diving into community theater where I really like cut my teeth because in community theater, it's kind of like, I call it my grad school experience because you never just do one thing. You help with the music, you help with the costumes, you help with lighting. Mm. You know, community theater is literally a community effort. Yeah. From there, I graduated to professional theater and really, like, got my acting, like, skills and, and all that craft yeah. stuff worked out. Um, and then eventually television and film, but I'm sorry. But that was kind of the journey for and me. And it's interesting you talked about being multifaceted, right? Because mm -hmm. on stage, it's a different whole different element from just being mm -hmm. on film and television on camera. And I want to kind of stay there for a minute. So that type of training, usually people say it's more intense, right? Mm -hmm. You got to sing a little bit, dance a little bit, act yeah. a little bit, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> How do you now. keep up with that? Mm, I think it's just about passion, mm -hmm. right? And I think when you start in the theater, that's when you really find out if you want to be an actor. Wow. That's my belief. Um, not only do I think the best actors come from the theater, I said it, uh, but I also believe I said that what, what I, I said. said. <laughs> but I also believe that that's the time when you find out if you really want to do this because being on set is wonderful and it's a lot of hard work. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but being able to cut, go back, say the line again, say it this way, get direction like in the moment, as opposed to like when you're on stage and you're doing theater, it's all you. You're carrying it. By, you carry yeah, it, but like it. once the director, once you've had that rehearsal process and they're out and you're on stage and it's go time, yeah. it's you and your scene partners and the audience for an hour and a half. And that's all you got. You know what I yeah. mean? And yeah. there's no redos. There's no. And you really have to be present and honed in. And I think that the work that that takes, the focus that that takes, it's a lot. And it shows you if you really want to mm. do it. No, that's a good way to really 
conify what it really is. You mm-hmm. know, it, it is that independency. Whereas mm-hmm. you do get to somewhat of a cheat code. A little. Uh, take 66. <laughs> Go on again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know exactly. What I'm exactly. Um, so I, I definitely understand that. But working on set for you, right? Mm-hmm. When you started working on set, what was like the key thing that you feel like you learned first? Because I, I know it's like blocking. There mm-hmm. are aspects of like set etiquette. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of variations of what set is, right? Mm-hmm. So for you, what was one of the first things you said? Ah, ah, I need to keep that in mind. Was there anything that just stood out for you? Yes, I would say the biggest thing that I had to work on was hitting my mark. Mm. Because in theater, speaking of, you know, theater gives a lot, but there are some things that you miss when you're translating or transitioning to TV and film. And while you get blocking in both, um, there's a little bit more flexibility to your blocking when you're on stage. There's also lights and someone that's running the lights. They can find you. Now, that's not to say, now don't be where you're not supposed to be (laughs) because then you're not going to have no light on stage. Okay? (laughs) But, you know, there's a little bit of breathing room Mm. because the audience is there in person. They can see you. But when cameras are set for you to be on a mark at a specific time and, and if you don't hit it or you're not standing exactly where they've asked you to be and set you to be, it can get a little wonky. And not to mention that focus pulling at the same exactly, time. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So that was something that I had to like learn very quickly. Like make sure you really are hitting the mark that's that's set for you. Yeah, that was yeah. one of my things in the beginning. Yeah. So you, you've been on different sets, and I want to talk about that. Not only TV and film, mm-hmm. but on different sides, because commercial set mm-hmm. is different from a TV and film set in reference to, like, a film set. And then you also have, you know, episodic. That's a bit different. One of the shows that you're, you're currently um, wrapping up on is the Miss Pat Show. That's right. So Miss Pat Show is different from a film project, because that's more continuous. You wrap it out. Mm-hmm. But this, isn't it live, too? Yes, it's a multi-cam a yeah. sitcom taped in front of a live studio. audience how is that you get to see people reactions and all that right yeah it's you know i love it so much because it's a hybrid for me of tv and theater and theater is my love it's Mm, my first love i can see that so getting to we tape you know we rehearse two days which gives that theater element as well we film one day with just us and the crew and all of that and then that last day we film with an audience so you're still getting the you know we can call cut we can do it again Mm -hmm. that tv moment But there's nothing like those live audience reactions the first time they hear a joke or the first time they, you know, see something go down between the family, whether it's uh, funny or dramatic. And that theater, that like real time response from the audience. That's a lot of energy. That's life, right? Nothing like it. Nothing like it. I can see that. I can see that. Any um, favorite characters you don't play working on set? You feel like, hey, when I came on set with this character, I was like, I'm about it's like that first (laughs) date. I'm about to kill him with this. You know what I'm saying? That first outfit. So what character did you put on come to set like yeah this is a character i really want to display oh that's a good question wow that's i've i've had some fun roles uh in my like actor journey in atlanta doing like co-star roles and i was just starting um i played some fun very colorful young ladies you know like so that's right so that's been fun i've said some wild things i hope Um, y'all understand when she say colorful yes i've played some colorful okay i've had some colorful co-star roles let me just say it like that so that's been fun um i think I really did enjoy, I love the character I play right now, Ashley, on the Miss Pat show because of what she represents. Um, You know, she's in the LGBTQ community Mm -hmm. and she has a black mama who just 
is a black mama. Mm-hmm. Like they they gonna talk about things and try to understand things in the way that is unique to them. That and they're gonna say things in a way that only they can say it. And so watching Ashley deal with that and um come into herself and be accepted by her yeah. family. I do love what that represents. But I also really loved playing Crystal on Boomerang because of what she represented and being able to be a woman on TV who's not a size two yeah. and proudly not that mm. and represent for uh, those women and also have a storyline that had nothing to do with with my body type or, yeah. you know, like just being able to be a three-dimensional yeah. human being. Outside of you. As we yeah. all deserve to be. So I think I, I love I love every character I That's play, to be up. honest. That's what's <laughs> up. Hey, I really enjoy watching Love Is. I'm just saying. I love Love Is. I loved saying. it. And that was just I was, was in one wor- episode, but I how loved was it, it working on set for that episode? Though? Because I like Love Is. Me too. I I I miss it. I thought it was a phenomenal mm. show. Um, it was so much fun. That was one of the best sets I've ever been Shout on. Shout out to Salim Akil yes, and Mar Brock Akil. Yes, come on with that it. was one of the best sets I've ever been on. Shout yeah. out also to Michelle Weaver, Ooh, who's the lead on. of that show and who I had a scene with. It was my scene was with her and Jen Sears, who's also another wonderful actress. Yeah. And Gosh, we had so much fun. Just mm. positive energy, good spirits, and hardworking crew. Yeah. You know, it was, we had a great time. Yeah. Great time. Yeah. Yeah. As an actress, I, I'm glad that you mentioned crew, right? I think it's imperative for actors to appreciate not only what they bring to the table, but this artistry that we live in. Absolutely. It's a collective machine. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like I, I recently was... Uh, <laughs> Talking to an actress, and I felt like I don't put no names out there. I felt like you know, just not understanding the value of the people capturing your image. Mm, you, you, mm-hmm. you know, some actors disrespect the crew. Mm, you, yeah. you know what I mean? I hate Talk that. down where it's like, hey, these PAs and these grips and electrics—they're responsible for your image, absolutely, and your time and where you're going and things of that nature. So I'm just glad to hear you say that. Like, yeah. mention the crew. We couldn't right? do it without them. Yeah, like period. Just like you know. There would be no story without the actors. You need the actors to tell. You need the writers to write it. The directors to, you know, direct it. Uh, but you need the DPs and the cameramen to capture it. You need the light people to light it. You you need everybody. The PAs help so much. I will never understand why people uh, kind of look down on, on PAs or treat them poorly. Yeah. Anybody who does, I will never understand that. Also... Just treat people well, That's period. Right. Also, right. you never know what that PA is going to be doing. Oh, come on. Listen here. A PA... Okay. Was PA in one day? Kid you not. In three months, he was a producer assistant. In in six months, he was a producer. No joke. People remember. No joke. And they remember how you treated them, and they remember how you made them Come feel. On with I've it. been a PA before. Mm. Same I, here. You know, know I've it done it, and I I don't I always tell people though, if you want to be an actor, do not go into the crew side of things. That's yeah. my personal belief because you can get kind of lost in the sauce. But I've done it. We've, yeah. we've all done it. For we've sure. done lots of different things. For and sure. so my point is been there, done it, have been treated in various ways. And I've never forgotten that. Yeah. And now, you know, I'm a working actor and I'm building my brand and myself up. And I, I see those people. Yes, right. Still I see I'm, you. Hey. <laughs> right. <laughs> and just keep it moving. One of them on them. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. a day in a life, right? Let's let's walk down a day in a life, right, Brittany? Mm-hmm. So like, first thing, I you already booked. We know that, right? You're booked on a show. Mm-hmm. You get a call sheet sent to you. Mm-hmm. All right, we're gonna walk it down for our listeners to really understand a day in a life of walk working on set. Mm-hmm. You get your call sheet. Your call sheet usually gives you what? Call time. Call time. Mm-hmm. That means what time you report to set or what time you report to what? How does that work? 
It, so our call sheets give, yeah, what time you report to base camp. Base camp. Mm-hmm. And then also the time that you need to be on set, Understood. whether that's to rehearse in the multicam world or to like work to be right. on camera. Um, so you have two times on there. And right. Yeah. Be early. Be early. That's right. And like I was saying earlier, I love how the film industry, television, all the above is really it's organized to the T, right? Mm-hmm. So the AD department usually sends those call sheets out. Like you said, you had the base camp. Yeah. From base camp, you got your breakfast and all that type mm-hmm. of stuff, right? What's next? Hair, makeup, wardrobe? Mm-hmm. How does it work? Mm-hmm. So rehearsal day, mm-hmm. a trailer, you know, go to your trailer at base camp, food, then go to soundstage for a read-through and then go into rehearsals. Gotcha. All day, Understood. all day long. Filming, base camp, breakfast, short, then hair and makeup, mm. which takes time. <laughs> yeah. And then report to set to work. Like you get on camera and you're, you're doing the work. Understood. So it's two different. And the typical time frame, what is it? Eight hours, 12 hours? How does it usually work for us on set or just the whole gamut of that? Mm-hmm. So in multicam, the hours are generally eight to 12 hours consistently across the board because you are, you have those rehearsal days. And so you're not really going into those long 16 hour day stretches, Mm. but on a show like boomerang, which was just a single cam dramedy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now we talking about, okay, two or 3am raps. Okay. So yeah, that can go a lot longer. You're also dealing with locations in a situation Mm. like Boomerang, where it's like with the Miss Pass show, multicam, soundstage, they're building the sets, you know, so the worlds are very different. I've learned a lot doing the Miss Pass show because it's my first multicam. So yeah. Wow. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. So even when you're doing day shoots, night shoots, Mm -hmm. it seems that not only you have to factor in your craft, but how to stay energized, kind of how to stay healthy with yourself, because we're athletes. Yeah. You know what I mean? The best way to put it, because so how do you muster up that energy and repurpose that each time? Because like you said, got to hit my marks. Mm -hmm. I need to know my lines, but I also need to know the life of the part. Mm -hmm. How do you keep all of that intact working on set for those many hours? That's a really great, great question. Um, For one, I take care of myself away from set, Mm -hmm. which helps my energy when I get there. So working out, drinking my water, taking supplements, et cetera, et cetera. When I'm on set, Um, I'm always very present and I try to remember how grateful I am to be there because that keeps me, you know, (laughs) motivated. Because sometimes you're tired, you know, it's still a job at the end of the day. We're living our dream, but it's our job also. So there are times where you're tired, you're not feeling it, you know, et cetera. So I try to stay present in the gratitude. Um, and also I conserve my energy. Mm. So when I'm not on camera, Uh, and I love this. all my castmates on the Miss Pass show are kind of like this. We're a big family. We love each other. We have so much fun. But sometimes when we get off camera, we just sit quietly, mm. comfortably with each other. And we're just quiet. And then when it's time to go again, all the, you know, it's back. <laughs> but that's because we're conserving that energy mm. so that we can give our all on camera and have fun and act a fool. Yeah. yeah. And I love that you're giving it to us, like, from how it happens step by step. Mm-hmm. Because oftentimes, you know, it's portrayed in the media, social media, all the above, the myth 
the myth of, you know, I'm going to say, ah, da, 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 right. when it's like, it is actually a job. And yes. I like that you said that it is, I am working on set. This mm-hmm. is a work process. So therefore I have to come prepare for work mentally, emotionally, all the above, yes. and then have some type of social, you know, decency about yourself of as course. we talked about. So with this now, what is the next project that you are excited about? Because I mean, you've been doing your thing, thing. So what's up next? What's <laughs> I appreciate that. Well, you know, People always ask actors what's next. And I'm like, well, I'm always working on my craft. I'm mm. always working on me. I'm always mm. auditioning. And so that's always what's next. Yeah. Um, Ooh, I love you it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then immediately what's, what's next, next is what's now. Yeah, <laughs> period. That's good. I need to put that on a shirt. Okay. What's Hold next on. Is that's my now. intellectual property. I know. I know. I'm I know. on camera. You know me. I'm about that. <laughs> now, yeah, I ain't no thief. I'm not going to put it on a shirt. You got but all the creativity <laughs> in the world. Don't worry that's about good, it. That's good. But I'll sell it to true. you. You can get some royalties. I can get some royalties figure it out come on we'll now talk i'll wear it uh-huh <laughs> but um but no it's true like so that's what's next and also immediately what's next is that season two of the miss pass show is dropping yeah, and yeah. i'm super excited for people to see it talk that i'm talk. proud of the work that we've done you know so that and then just auditioning and hopefully good things are on the way hey you, you know, know they are come on with it yeah so look drop some of them good things before you get out of here because i feel like my audience can definitely be empowered by you mm-hmm. so leave my audience if you would with something that you feel like hey this right here will help propel you in concerning working on set Mm. okay the thing that i would leave the audience with is train hard Mm. train take the craft seriously persevere even harder because this industry is no joke it's no joke it's not for the faint of heart but if you can persevere and press through what's yours will always find you Come on, y'all. Hey, that can't be said no better. So, Daddy is, man, the Actors Only Podcast, man. What can I say? Stay tuned for the next episode. It's happening.